Shalom. Welcome to Walking with God podcast. I am your host, Shamisa. So for today's podcast, we are going to be talking about God moving just like the days of Catherine Coleman. We are now going to see God moving just like the days of Catherine Coleman. And God has been talking to me about this. We have to have an understanding of the ministries of the generals of the past. We have to understand how God moved during the Catherine Coleman days, how God moved during the Smith Wigglesworth days, William Branham days, Maria Woodworth Etters, and um, Amy Sample McPhee. We have to understand how God moved during the days of Maria Woodworth Etter. I absolutely love the ministry of Catherine Coleman. And just like the prophetic, I wasn't really familiar with the healing ministries. Prior to studying and learning from the life of Catherine Coleman, I had heard people mention about her. I wasn't really sure where to start or I was still checking everything about the healing ministry. If For those who know me, I am one of those people who likes to check things before I even start starting about them i like to know what god is saying is it something that i'm supposed to study or anything so at that particular moment i remember i'll just see articles about catherine coleman but i had not started studying about the life of catherine coleman but that changed so i remember one time now i can't remember whether it was a in a vision or a dream in this particular experience somebody came to me and um, they gave me a book and they said you need to learn how to pray the way Catherine Coleman prayed so this is more than 10 years ago so this person gave me a book and then they said you need to learn how to pray just like the way Catherine Coleman prayed The moment that they said that to me, I realized that it was God speaking to me to say, Shamiso, you need to learn how to pray the way Catherine Coleman prayed and stop leaving this thing and stop just ignoring the whole healing ministries and stuff like that. So I decided to start reading about Catherine Coleman. But what then happened is I just didn't stop with Catherine Coleman. I read about Smith Wigglesworth, the Branhams, the Maria Woodworth Etters, the Amy Semple McPhee stories, and I also read about William J. Seymour in Azusa Street. I read about the Welsh Revival. As a result of that message from God, I then started digging into um, the healing ministries of the 1900s and especially the 1900s I started digging into those and I learned a lot of things but for today's podcast I'm going to be concentrating on Catherine Coleman we will talk about the other generals in other podcasts the reason why I'm talking about Catherine Coleman because it's because I got a message during lockdown where God was saying he is Go, he is now going to be moving across the world just like the days of Catherine Coleman. 
God is going to be moving across the world just like the days of Catherine Coleman. So in this particular experience, I found myself in an American location. So I was somewhere in America and uh, the message came. So it came in a gathering in America and the message was, I will now start to move from here and the world just like the days of Catherine Coleman. What I want to encourage us to do is to study and be familiar with the past moves of God. Because when you read, what I realized is, as I read about the past moves of God through Catherine Coleman, through William J. Seymour, through Evan Roberts, through um, Maria Woodworth Etta, it stirred up a hunger in me. It stirred up something inside of me to see the, these moves of God in our generation, in our times, to see God healing people, to see those creative miracles. And yes, God has spoken to me about the healing ministries which are coming. He has even named them. He calls them. God calls those people who are coming with the miracles, signs, and wonders. He calls them his miracle workers. So his miracle workers are right now on earth. So these top secret ones, these ones that we are waiting for, they, the ones which will carry the miracle signs and wonders, these ones whom God calls the miracle workers, it is now time for those to come onto the platforms, says God. It is now time for them to speak to nations. It is now time for them to operate in the healing ministries. It is now time for those ones to come out of the caves, come out of the caves of Adullam and perform miracle signs and wonders. It is time for them to come out, says God. It is time for the miracle workers to come out and perform miracles just like the days of Catherine Kuhlman. It is time for those miracle workers, says God, to come out of the caves, to come out and do exploits for the kingdom of God. We thank you, God, for those miracle workers who are coming out of the caves. We thank you, God, for those miracles who will do exploits for your glory. The miracle workers who are coming, some of them, will have the privilege of the glory, the Shekinah glory of God resting on them. Yes, this will happen. And some of them will have the creative miracles happening. In one of these experiences, I have seen dead people rising up. I have seen people praying. In that one, I saw a person pray for someone who had no limbs, and I was there seeing, waiting to see what was happening. And the limbs actually grew. And if I remember correctly, I have heard that during the Azusa Street revival, limbs would actually grow. So limbs would actually grow during the Azusa Street revival. I thank God for prompting me to learn from the generals of old and from the Catherine Coleman's. And I am just here to encourage you, the listener, you who's listening, that God is about to move just like the days of Catherine Coleman. And I found it interesting that I was in an American location, and we all know that Catherine Coleman uh, is from Missouri, 
and uh, she was American and God is about to move in America across the world just like the days of Catherine Kuhlman. If you're listening and you're one of those people who is not sure about how to approach these healing ministries and you're not really sure how God works in the ministries of healing people, I would admonish you, encourage you to search the scriptures. Be like the Bereans. It says in the book of Acts 17 verse 17. The Bereans searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. So the Bereans wouldn't just take anything, they would go and search the scriptures. So in regards to the prophetic, anything or anything that you hear on this podcast, it is very good to search the scriptures. Everything that you hear, whether it's from a prophetic word, anything, it should always align with the word of God. Everything that we see online, um, it should always line up with the scriptures of God. And there is absolutely nothing wrong in searching the scriptures and checking whether something is true. Because from the Bereans, they did it in the book of Acts. And there's a reason why they are mentioned in the book of Acts. I thank God that God saw me many years ago. He saw that I had no understanding of the healing ministries and he encouraged me to read about the healing ministries. And the main person that he spoke to me about was Catherine Kuhlman. And I absolutely believe that in our generation, in our time, a lot of people are going to a lot of people not are going to, they have been given the Catherine Coleman mantles. We are going to be seeing a lot of people who are going to be operating in the Catherine Coleman mantles, but at a greater scale. What greater scale? The greater scale is we are going to be seeing people coming for healing and the whole place will be healed. Literally everyone in the place will be healed. If I remember correctly, that was one thing that Catherine Kuhlman longed to see. She longed to see the day when people would actually come and everyone who comes to the place leaves with their miracle. Nobody goes uh, without being healed. I absolutely love the way Catherine Kuhlman pointed people to the Holy Spirit. She would tell people that It was the work of the Holy Spirit. And that is one thing that we have to realize in this next great move of God, which is coming, which is absolutely, it's here, you know, in this next move of God, we have to understand that God will not share his glory with no man. The key, one of the keys is to give glory to God. We have to You have to constantly give glory to God in a generation where it's all about self-exaltation. With God, you have to be dead to self. He uses people like the people in Galatians 2 verse 20. He uses Galatians 2 20 people. Those in Galatians 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. 
In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So God only uses people who are dead to self. I remember many years ago, I think it was in 2007 or 2008, when God gave me a message when he spoke to me and he's like, the next few days, it's going to be testing time. And after, you will be dead. Oh, wow. Dead. <laughs> I'm laughing now, but the process was not easy. Death is not an easy process. Death to self is not an easy process. And I remember having a conversation with somebody and the person was saying, Shamiso, how how do you walk this walk? And I was saying, to be honest, it has not been an easy walk. Because one, God had even said that it was going to be testing times. So testing times to prune me, to mold me into the vessel he wanted me to be, to refine me into the vessel he wanted me to become. It was a testing time. It was a hard time. And I absolutely love the fact that God was even prophesying into the future that as a result of this testing season, I will be dead to self. He wasn't talking about the literal death. He was talking about the death to self, being crucified with Christ. But you just don't get to be crucified with Christ without carrying your cross daily. You have to carry your cross daily. We have to carry our cross Everybody, it says, pick to take up your cross and carry it. Nobody's going to carry your cross. And for those who want to be used of God in this next move of God, God only uses those who are dead to self, those who have been crucified with Christ. If you want the greater glory to rest on you, if you want the Shekinah glory to rest on you, you have to, you, to be crucified with Christ. I absolutely love uh, the ministry of Catherine Coleman. She was yielded to the Holy Spirit. We have to honor the generals who have gone before us and learn from them. We will learn that from for some of them, there were areas where they were not perfect. But the reason why we are learning from them is so that we don't make the same mistakes. I remember someone was saying, I think uh, I love listening to uh, Robert uh, Laerdon's um generals documentaries and i think it was him who said we have to learn from the generals so that we don't make the same mistakes that they made when god was moving within their lives so learning from people like william branham william j seymour maria woodworth etta smith wigglesworth we have evan roberts from wales we have to learn from them and one of the other stories that I actually find about Smith Wigglesworth, I love the ministry of Smith Wigglesworth. He was buried in, he's buried in Kifley. And I absolutely love the fact that the only thing that he read was the Bible. That was Smith Wigglesworth. So the healing ministries are coming. The deliverance ministries are coming. And those who carry the Shekinah glory of God are coming from the secret places they are coming. Those who will raise the dead, they are coming. Those who have been praying for the stadiums and a harvest of souls, that's coming. 
but there is a price to pay. The other thing with Catherine Coleman, that is so amazing that I, she just wanted to minister the word of God and she started sweeping this chicken coop. That's where she started from. Catherine Coleman just didn't start in the big places. She started in a chicken coop. And that is because she had a desire to share and minister the word of God. I remember when I was starting this podcast, I was thinking, oh, this is this is totally different. And this is my own version of a chicken coop. Thank God for technology. I've just got a microphone and I am able to share what I've got, what God has laid on my heart. But Catherine Coleman, she had to sweep a chicken coop and that was because she wanted to minister and share the word of God. And we all now know her ending. I absolutely love the way Catherine Coleman used to dress on those stages. Absolutely love the way Catherine Coleman used to dress. I absolutely love her extravagance and it just goes to show if you're a person who loves fashion like me god can use you and you can still look fashionable i absolutely love that about um Catherine coleman anyway let's go back to serious stuff if you don't want to be a spectator in the next move of god i would recommend galatians 2:20. a life of galatians 2:20. A life that is crucified with Christ. You are dead to self. Because God only uses willing vessels. So God uses willing vessels. Are you willing to be used of God in the next move of God? If you're willing, ask God, are you dead to self? Or their self is still very alive. And if self is still very much alive, I would encourage you, to pray Galatians 2 verse 20. That's if you don't want to miss the next move of God. That's if you want to be used by God in the next move of God. You will have to pray the prayer of Galatians 2.20. You will have to expect the testing times to come. Some of you are, have already gone through the testing. You're dead to self. God is going to move mightily in your lives. So in this season... I believe we have those who have already picked up their mantles and are ready to go. Some people are still looking at the mantles like, mm, can I? Should I? Can I do this? Well, while you're still looking at it, someone is going to pick it and they will have a double, triple anointing while you're still contemplating. So we have to be a generation who thinks fast. You have to think quickly because if you're still contemplating about picking that mantle and being used of God, Someone else is going to pick it up for you. And God does test the hearts. God uses people who do not bring glory to themselves. That is one thing that Catherine Coleman did. She never brought glory to herself. She would always bring glory to God. She would always point people to the Holy Spirit. She would always say it's the work of the Holy Spirit. She, she just used to say she would love to see how the Holy Spirit just does the work. Another thing that Catherine Coleman had, she had the accurate words of knowledge where she would know the location and what someone was suffering from. 
That was just amazing. When you have that accurate word of knowledge, I just pray that people will have that accurate word of knowledge like uh, the one that Catherine Coleman had. So in Jeremiah 17 verse 10, it says, I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. So God does search the hearts. He tests the mind. And after he's tested, he will reward. Another thing that I love doing is listening to Catherine Coleman videos on YouTube. I absolutely thank God for technology and for those people who have uploaded these YouTube videos because that is just amazing to learn from these generals. They provoke us to want these things. And one of the sermons that I love watching is when she was at Oral Roberts in Oklahoma. I think it was in 1972. I will paraphrase some of the things that she said from that um, sermon in Oklahoma. And one of the things she was like, when one is led, it means one follows. So Christ leads us and we follow. We are not leading. With this next move of God, nobody is leading. We are not leading. God is leading this one. It's not going to be a church thing, a denomination thing, or this particular place thing. God is leading this one. There has to be unity within the body of Christ, cross-denominational, and God is going to be leading this next great move of God. We are not leading it. We are just being we are just carriers but the one who will be doing the work is the almighty God another thing that she said from that um so this one I'm just going to quote it as if she said it so another thing that Catherine Coleman said from this oral robots is what God gave her God would give anyone else that was willing to pay the price So Kevin Coleman was saying, if you are willing to pay the price, God will give you what Kevin Coleman had. So there is a price to pay. Kevin Coleman said it. If you want to carry that anointing that Kevin Coleman had, you have to pay the price. And those prices Some of them are paid in the secret place. It's the time you spend with God. It's death to self. You know, there are some times where you have to cancel certain things just for the sake of the kingdom. Uh, You have to make those conscious decisions for the kingdom of God, which to some people, they might think you're being abnormal, but you are doing it for the sake of the kingdom. And yes, there is great reward for that. Catherine Coleman will always reemphasize that uh, he will give everything that he had given to her to people if only they paid the price. She would always say it costs much. You have to pay the price. And the price, she said, depended on what you want the most. So it depends on what you want the most. So what do you want the most? Is it self-exaltation? What do you want the most in this life? Is it earthly riches which will one day live on earth? 
what do you want exalt the most? So I'm just encouraging us to search our hearts, to think, what do we want to exalt the most? Some people want to exalt the kingdom of God. That is an amazing thing that I believe that is the greatest thing that we can do to bring exaltation to God while we are still here on earth, while we still uh, have breath in our lungs to give glory to God in the midst of the tribulations that we might go through. And another thing that Catherine Coleman couldn't live without is Catherine Coleman couldn't live without the fellowship and communion with the Holy Spirit. She had a very good fellowship and communion with the Holy Spirit. Personally, I have been cultivating that And it's one of those things where the Holy Spirit, you are constantly in communion with the Holy Spirit. The more you commune with the Holy Spirit, the more you hear from the Holy Spirit, the more you know the dislikes and the likes of the Holy Spirit. So we have to know what the Holy Spirit requires of us to do in our everyday life actually need to make a conscious decision that you want to have communion and fellowship with the Holy Spirit every day, every moment of our lives. And there is a price to pay. There is a price to pay. And again, God uses willing vessels. He does not force anyone on this journey but we have to be willing to pay the price. Another scripture that I want to read is from Luke chapter 9, verse 23. So I'm going to read from the ESV. So the ESV says, And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me deny himself, wow, anything to do with self, anything to do with self. We live in a generation where it's all about self, self, self self-made, people worshipping other people. So we live in a generation where there's a lot of self-exaltation. Some people have actually made small g gods of themselves. But the word of Jesus is we have to deny ourselves take up our cross daily and follow him so for somebody to be crucified with christ you have to take up your cross you have to take up your own cross and be crucified with christ jesus you also need to be followers of jesus christ he we follow him we ask him of his plans we don't plan and then ask God to bless our plans. And no, that's not how it works when you are a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you've made the Lord Jesus Christ the Lord over your life, you follow. In my life, I have followed to places where sometimes I'm like, you know, I don't understand why, but I then realize it's for my own good. So we have to be followers of Jesus and asking him, for his will, not our will.
And also the other scripture about being crucified to the flesh is I'm going to read from Galatians 5 verse 24 ESV. So Galatians 5 verse 24 and it says, And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. All those fleshly passions and desires that would have been crucified for those who belong to Jesus Christ. So a life that is crucified with Jesus Christ is a life that is more concentrated on heaven's agenda, Christ's agenda. God's agenda becomes your agenda before anything else. And Jesus is complete Lord over your life. So God's agenda becomes your agenda. I made the decision to move with what heaven is preparing for, to move with what heaven is speaking about these uh, times that we're getting into. I wanted to uh, plug in to what God is doing in this season. I wanted to hear what God was speaking about the emerging ones, those who are coming out of the caves of Adullam, just like David. I wanted to hear what God was speaking about those ones um, and we are going to be seeing those mighty moves of God which we have heard of old some of you who are listening are going to be used of God in these times for the sake of the kingdom of God there is a great of move of God which is coming which will be uh, filled with miracles signs and wonders so for this podcast, we w- we've been talking about uh, Catherine Coleman and some of the things that she did, quality, some of the things that she encouraged people to do and some of the lessons that we've learned from her. We've been learning from the life of Catherine Coleman. We've been learning from the life of one of God's generals. We've been learning how it costs everything to do exploits in our time. It costs much to do exploits for the kingdom of God. And those who are coming out, those whom you see on the pulpits, the ones that God is going to be using this time, they would have paid the price. So they would have paid the price and God is going to be using them. And because they are not going to be pointing glory to themselves, the coming ones are not going to be after self-exaltation. They're not going to be after uh, glory or Uh, They are not going to be sharing in God's glory. They are not going to be sharing in God's glory. They are not going, some of them, I absolutely believe that the majority of them don't want attention. The majority of the ones who are coming out with to do exploits, they are not after attention. They are not after earthly attention because they are already known in the kingdom of God. There is something that happens when you know you have a place in the kingdom of God. They don't want any uh, attention on earth. So we have just been talking about Catherine Kuhlman, gleaning from the life of Catherine Kuhlman, learning from the life of Catherine Kuhlman. And these are some of the things that I have learned from uh, Catherine Coleman's journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. 
There are many things that are still to be gleaned and learned from the life of Catherine Kuhlman. If you just don't want to be a spectator and be on the fringes when this is happening, I would actually recommend you to start praying about this during lockdown, before we get out of lockdown. I just want to encourage us to live the life of Galatians 2.20, which says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. We have to be crucified in Christ to do those great exploits. We have to be dead to self. No self-exaltation. That is just amazing. I find it amazing. Yes, the process is hard, but he will send his angels. Literally, he will send his angels to encourage you. If he did it for me, he will do it for you. He will send his angels to encourage you along the way. He knows it's a hard uh, journey to this life of walking in that anointing, that greater anointing, that greater power of God, walking in that miraculous. But God, we can only do it by his grace. And he has given us great grace in this season to be able to do these exploits. So as you play this, wherever you're playing this, uh, I have been amazed to see some people playing in parts of Africa. I was so amazed. The different parts of Africa, it's been encouraging to see that. And as you play this in whatever country you're playing this, I am speaking to the Catherine Kuhlmans of your country to take this space. They are going to come from different directions. We have to expect them. They are coming in America, in Asia, in England, the Catherine Coleman's. And again, for today, I'm just talking about the Catherine Coleman's. There are many mantles being uh, given out. The, or I should say there are many mantles which have been handed out over the years. We have to remember that Catherine Coleman just didn't start off as a known person, as in she started off as a nameless, faceless, in a chicken coop. And she ended up being one of those well-known miracle workers of God. So she's one of the well-known miracle workers of the 1970s. So we have to know and have the discernment to realize that God is now moving just like the days of Catherine Kuhlman, just like the days of Catherine Kuhlman at a larger scale. Now to end this podcast, Father God, we thank you for the Catherine Kuhlmans that are coming out of the caves of Adullam. Thank you, O God, for these Catherine Kuhlmans as they come out, we welcome them. And we pray, O God, that they will take their positions across the nations. We pray, O God, thanking you for these Catherine Coleman's that will do exploits for the kingdom of God. You call them your miracle workers. Where they go, the fire of God is with them. Father God, we praise you and we thank you for the things that you're doing. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. So I'd like to thank you for listening to this podcast about Catherine Coleman. I would also like to pray God's blessings over your life just for listening to this. And I pray that God gives you a hunger for God if you don't already have any hunger for God. For those who have a hunger for God, I pray Matthew 5 verse 6 that God fills you up, that he fills you up with manna from heaven. And with that, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore in Jesus' name. Until next time, stay blessed.